Hi everyone, I'm Tanvid Nasir, and this is Leadership Biz Cafe, a podcast that explores some of the challenges and opportunities leaders face in today's increasingly complex, fast-paced, and interconnected global market. Leadership Biz Cafe is brought to you by Tanvid Nasir Leadership, our leadership firm that provides both virtual and in-person leadership keynotes, corporate trainings, and consulting services that will help you to improve the way you lead. To learn more about our services and what some of our clients have had to say about our work, visit our company's website at tamvinasir.com. And while you're there, be sure to check out my award-winning internationally acclaimed leadership blog as well. And with that, let's head over to my espresso machine so I can brew up another leadership espresso shot. Earlier this month, I led a two-day workshop on how leaders could tap into the power of empathy to transform their leadership and drive sustainable growth in their organization. And just a few days ago, during a discussion with a group of executives about the challenges and opportunities a flexible work environment presents, one of the VPs mentioned the necessity of bringing more empathy to how they engage and connect with their employees. Discussing this topic of empathy and leadership on two separate occasions with leaders in completely different industries made me realize I haven't really discussed this here on my podcast. And so, for this leadership espresso shot, I'd like to start that conversation around the importance empathy plays and will continue to play in leadership today. Specifically, in this episode, I'd like to discuss why emotions matter in terms of how you lead by looking at research findings that reveal how our brain creates, consolidates, and retrieves memories of emotional events, and what this means in terms of our ability to successfully lead others. Research into how memories are created and recalled have shown that there is a clear difference to this process between regular memories and memories involving an emotional experience or response. Specifically, what researchers have found is that when emotions are tied to a particular memory, we have a stronger recollection of that event. Consider, for example, when a major news event happens in our country. Each of us can easily remember months and even years later where we were when we first heard the news. By comparison, few of us can remember what we ate for dinner on Tuesday two or three weeks ago. However, while our emotions might help us to easily recall a past event or circumstance, research from the neuroscience field has also shown that this strengthening of our memories comes at the expense of getting the details right. Neuroscientists have found that when it comes to creating memories around an event that sparks an emotional response, our brain experiences a form of tunnel vision where our focus becomes so sharp for certain details that we end up overlooking others which, at the time, might have seemed unimportant or unrelated. In other words, the more our emotional state is associated with remembering a situation or event, the more our brain focuses on the central aspect of the event at the expense of taking into account the context of the larger picture. What's particularly interesting about these findings is that while our emotions strengthen our ability to recall this moment days or months later, it also makes us feel confident about how we remember both the central and peripheral details surrounding that event. So when presented with evidence that proves we got certain details in our memory wrong about a topic or situation, 
we have a hard time believing it because of that strong emotional context. What's more, a recent study has shown that our memories can retroactively modify a given set of memories that we might have about a person, a group, or a situation as a result of creating a more recent emotional memory about that subject. An example of this is how when we have a negative encounter with a particular individual, our past memories of previous encounters with this individual not only become more prominent, but they also take on a more negative connotation that serves to reinforce our new perception of this individual. Taken together, what these findings from the neuroscience field reveal is that our emotions not only influence what our brain focuses on, but it can also completely change how we remember details that are related to a given moment or event. They also serve to point out that we can't know for certain which details those around us may or may not remember going forward. What this means is that instead of our memories being a series of mental photographs, our memories, especially those influenced by our emotional state, are more like paintings that reflect our personal perception rather than the reality of how things really are. These studies help to illustrate how the emotional environment our leadership creates serves to shape the reality of those we lead. It influences not only what our employees focus on as a result of our actions and words, but also what it brings into the forefront from their past experiences of what actions and behaviors they see as being truly valued in your organization, as well as what they understand to be the keys to moving up the organizational ladder. Our emotional memories help to reveal what we value, what matters to us, and what we care about, elements that are becoming increasingly important to keeping employees engaged in your organization's vision as more and more organizations accept the necessity of offering a hybrid work environment. These findings also cement the truth of why the command and control style of leadership is no longer effective, given how we can't lean on our positional authority to assume that our perspective and memories are correct. When a conflict in narration or facts occurs between our viewpoint and those under our care, we need to rise above the sense of certainty and assurance engendered by the emotional context encapsulating our own memories and openly question what's behind this disparity. You need to ask yourself, why do your memories, perceptions, and experiences differ from those around you? And what does this reveal about your understanding of what's really going on? As these studies prove, as much as we might like to view ourselves and our leadership through this Spock-like lens of pure rationality and logic and claim, it's not personal, it's just business. The truth is, is that it is very much personal, as our memories are less a record of fact than a way for us to create a sense of meaning for how we see and understand the world around us. These studies reveal why successful leaders focus on building relationships, connecting with people at an emotional level. After all, if people don't feel a connection to us, if they don't feel that our focus is outward on them instead of inward on us, how can we expect them to help us understand when our memories are failing us because of the emotional context our own brain has created? 
How can we resolve the doubts about our credibility and trust that manifest themselves when what we state to be true differs from the truth that's all around us? As I shared with the leaders who attended my workshop on empathy and leadership, what this comes down to and what the various studies from the neuroscience field help us to better appreciate is that our leadership is not defined by us, but through the memories and experiences of those we lead. And this brings us back to the fundamental truth of succeeding at leadership today, which interestingly also applies to how leaders should address the growing demand for a hybrid work model in their organization. That it's not about serving your own wants and needs, but about how you can help those under your care to attain that level of success and fulfillment that fuels their drive to do better and to be better going forward. Some food for thought I hope you'll think about as you go about your day as we wrap up another Leadership Espresso shot. I know I covered a lot in this edition of my Leadership Espresso Shot series, and to think this is just one part of what I'd like to discuss about empathy and leadership here on my podcast. And if you're curious to learn more about my workshop on empathy and leadership, just head over to my website, tavernaseer.com, and click on the Workshops tab to learn more about that and other leadership workshops I give. Of course, If you're interested in having me share these or other insights I've discussed here on my podcast with your employees, I'd like to invite you to fill out the contact form on our website at tavernasir.com so we can start that discussion. And in addition to my workshop page, you can also check out my speaking page on our company website to learn more about my speaking services and the kinds of topics I cover. In the meantime, I'd like to encourage you to share this or other episodes of my podcast with your colleagues and employees. The easiest way to do this is to simply share a link to my show's podcast page at tavernasir.com slash LBC. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review my leadership podcast on your preferred podcast platform. I know many of you have started writing reviews on various platforms, and I want to thank you for your support of this show. But if you haven't, I'd like to ask you if you could take a few moments after the end of this episode and just share what you enjoy about my podcast. It's a small gesture that I can tell you I'd really appreciate. And with that, I'm Tavin Nasir, and you've been listening to Leadership Biz Cafe.